is the chief political reporter for TMJ4. He is likely sitting at the same microphone that Brian Goddard used to use when he would do his weather hits on WTMJ. Hey. He is Charles Benson. Hey, hey Charles. Hey, Charles. It's Goddard, the Goddard Gauge. The Goddard Gauge, yeah. The Goddard Gauge is it. Are you, are you in the Weather Center? Charles, just to peek behind the, the curtain center. here. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of yes. buttons in there, right? Uh, there used to be, because we try to keep as many buttons away from Goddard as possible. <laughs> they really decluttered the place when I was, I was always pushing everything. Like, I got this control board in front of me right now. I just want to push it all. Yeah. We want it to stay on the air. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's, right. Good move. Very, very wisely thought out. Now, Charles, I wanted to start with this. So the idea of a ticket tax at American Family Field for events, including Brewers games, uh, studies showed that it could generate up to $6.5 million. This is a nine, uh, nonpartisan legislative f- uh, fiscal bureau that did the study. The Brewers are not interested. They're on record saying it's a non-starter, not interested. Some lawmakers have pushed for it. It it doesn't exactly move the needle when you talk about the overall value here, but what could be done with this? Does it make sense? It it seems like peanuts in a big pool. Well, it's but it seems to be a critical component for some who want to see uh, maybe more of a buy-in from fans who use the stadium Mm -hmm. to, you know, see their tax go to help upgrade the stadium or or pay for uh, some renovations. What I'm also seeing in this, some of the body language here, is that in the Senate, even though it is controlled by the Republicans, Republicans, the the Republican uh, leadership in the Senate is saying he doesn't got the votes right now. And so if this brings more Democrats to the yes side, that's going to be interesting. But keep in mind, if the Senate does add this, it then has to go back to the Assembly because the Assembly did not pass this part of it. So that's what's curious to me, because if they pass something that the Assembly did, then it's a kind of a clean sweep. It goes off to the governors. But if they change anything, then we're in this back and forth between the Assembly and the Senate. So if you remove Brewers games from this, Charles, and now right. you're really yeah. talking about peanuts, right? I mean, it's under a million dollars. I mean, you're looking at you know, hundreds of thousands. I mean, the Brewers' volume of games would be a significant contributor to this, but they don't seem interested in the idea. Yeah, and they are definitely saying there's no to this. I've talked to Rick Schlesinger, the Brewers um, president over there, and they, they don't like it. They feel like they are putting money in the, into this deal. They're putting $100 million into it. Uh, so they feel like they're doing something. They feel it's not good for their fans to try to keep tickets at a valuable price. Uh, so, yeah, but how many other events could generate uh, at best maybe a million dollars a year. It all depends if you go at 3% or 6%. So uh, again, I-, I go to what will it take maybe to get other Democrats to buy in to move it out of the Senate? But you're back into that negotiating game when you thought, oh, it comes out of the Assembly. It had some Democrats and Republicans uh, buying into it. But now it seems like I wouldn't say we're back to, you know, square one, but it sounds like we're back to trying to round second base. I love the baseball terms when you that start talking really. about the Brewers. <laughs> Very well done, Charles. Very well done. Yes, I mean, there's many chapters to be written yet uh, in this story, which we'll As continue to document. Always seems to be the case uh, around this uh, stadium. A couple interesting nuggets here from uh, Governor Evers today. So Evers is suing the GOP lawmakers for blocking UW system pay raises. Uh, I know President Jay Rothman of the UW system says withholding of raises was unprecedented. Uh, Evers has called that decision illegal. So the lawsuit's been filed. 
against a variety of committees. My, my question, Charles, is are, yeah. are the committees being sued even aligned on this? Uh, so th- this is really going to be, you know, follow the dots here, see what's going on. First of all, it's a power struggle here between Evers and the legislature, and specifically these key Republican lawmakers who have put this thing on a pause. Keep in mind, lawmakers and the governor both signed off on pay raises for all state employees. Then after the process is done, they kind of go back to these key committees, which because Republicans uh, have the majority can control what moves out of these committees. And that's when the pay raises for just 35,000 UW employees was put on hold. And then the governor used a strong term. It begins with B, starts like bull, and then I can't say the rest, uh, (laughs) felt that, you know, the lawmakers were doing something here that's not in the state constitution. So he's going to the state Supreme Court and say they can't do this. And that's where you now have the legal battle in a power struggle between the Democratic governor and Republican lawmakers. And guess what? It's now going to be decided by this newly elected or newly leaning liberal state Supreme Court. How long would something like this take to play out in your estimation? So that's the other thing here. So it looks like they want this to go right to the state Supreme Court, get it taken care of, put it right in front of them instead of having it work its way through the system. So waiting to see how that can happen. But with all these things, you know, there's still uh, months of time that has to take place to get something going uh, on this particular thing. And and tonight on the 10 o'clock news, we do a thing called at the table. We are going to have the universities of Wisconsin president um, here at the table to talk about this and see where this does go uh, as they try to sort this out. What is what is it going to take to move this issue so that employees can get their raise. I wanted to ask you about this as well, Charles. This, this sort of broke earlier today, but Governor Evers is backing the idea of the Iron District in Milwaukee. Is approved $9.3 million in support for the development of this uh, transformative sports, entertainment, residential, and commercial development. And he is dipping into the Federal American Rescue Plan Act funds to do it. Can that be touched? Can that be opposed? Or is this a done deal because of where the funds would be coming from? Well, the governor does have discretion on a lot of these funds. And again, you had this power struggle over whose money is it, who can use it. And largely, it has been the governor who's been able to use this big pot of money to do a lot of different things. So I think some people will say, was this really the intent of these federal dollars, you know, coming out of the pandemic? Uh, he does have X amount that needs to be spent, and he's trying to find a way to spend it. But, yeah, I think you're going to find disagreement on different, size, uh, different sides of the aisle about how this should be spent. But when you look at is the Iron District something of value to the city and what it would mean towards creating this new venue, uh, you, you know, maybe you get different buy-ins from people on uh, this could be a good use of money. But is anything that the governor does, uh, and when it comes to taxpayer dollars and how it should be spent, it always comes under uh, some sort of uh, transparency on is this the best way to use those dollars that were designed to help after the pandemic. Well, I don't think they're going to build another rent the room by the hour Ramada, if I had to take a guess. Probably not going to do that. <laughs> I, that, that thing is done, thankfully, driving by that. That was an eyesore hotel. It is down, though.
It is down now. We might have a soccer field yeah, there. It, and now there's a big empty space. Now there's a big empty space. He is full of life and energy and impact. He is Charles Benson. We'll be watching you tonight, Charles, on TMJ4. Good talking with you and the Goddard man. I was just sitting here listening. You're always so inspirational and educational. I just, wanted, I just wanted to listen. <laughs> well, always, uh, always good to be in the room with you, and uh, I'm glad things are hopefully working out well for you on your new endeavors. They are. Well, keep punching buttons in the Weather Center, Charles. We'll check it again oh, yeah, next exactly. week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, thanks. All right, he is uh, Charles Benson, chief political reporter at TMJ4.